0: This is October the 2nd, 2020. How are y'all doing today? It's, uh... The day after everyone found out that Donald Trump was contracted the COVID-19 virus, and it's coming to mixed reviews. <laughs> Who can blame him? Yeah, October the second. Yeah, a friend of mine had a uh, friend of mine had had uh, posted on on his uh, Facebook. He said, "I hope Hope Hicks didn't get COVID all over her blue dress." And uh, someone responded appropriately with the, uh, a pretty um, pretty base joke that's been going around. I think Bleach will get it out. And it was followed by a woman who said, Who is the butt of this joke? And why do you think misogyny is helpful here? And he said, Hope Picks? I don't know. Have fun with it, everyone. So you're saying it's not a reference to Monica Lewinsky for no fucking reason at all. Now, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, I am actually, currently, since the debates, which what happened on the 29th of September, whatever, fuck, I am uh, in Facebook jail for 72 hours. I um, told someone to have intercourse with their mother, and he informed me that he reported me and I replied, grow a spine, pussy, because I told him to fuck his mother. So I've been in Facebook jail for uh, for my th- second of third days. So that's going down. And God, I really have all this going on and Trump getting it and just all the likes and hearts I'd love to do. I can't do it right now. I'm not allowed. I go to Twitter a little bit, but no one really responds, so it's not very gratifying for me. Um... Because I, I was losing my shit during that debate. I was just yelling at the screen, scaring my girlfriend's dog. And a little bit my girlfriend, as she was claiming, she realized, a good thing you're not into sports. Because I, I couldn't deal with this all the fucking time. And I told her, I said, I do not want to watch it. I would rather watch the highlights later. I just uh, think Joe's going to embarrass me. Uh, I think he's going to embarrass us all. And uh, I certainly don't think he didn't necessarily. I mean, I think Trump's an idiot. And behaved as such, infantile. But I was screaming. Everyone's reassuring me. Oh, he won the debate, and everything's fine. Eh, maybe. Um, but uh, I, I, I did lose my shit, and I said some things. Told a guy to go fuck his mother. What have you? All kinds of all kinds of things. So uh, I, I am uh, not a fan of this cancel culture, and certainly that's not an original place to be, even as a uh, bleeding heart liberal as I am. Uh, but I do think the left has the extreme left has has a problem, and I think that it's when I see stuff like that, a uh, sort of banal like quip, throwaway blue dress joke that's been around for two and a half decades at this point. Uh, I I see this nitpicky bullshit. I can't help but think, well, that's why Trump's president. It's your you know it. You can thank yourself too. You know it, it's not that big of a deal, and I assure you, this person at some point in her vast amount of, of, of tweeting and whatever, her her tarting has probably defended Clinton, meaning Billary, not Hillary, Bill Clinton at some point or another. And, and if that's the case. You can't you can't defend Bill Clinton. I've said that before. I've said that to people. I. All, all the, the the sort of, you know, the, the debacle with with how much the stand by Hillary Clinton. are like, well, you can't support Bill anymore, right? This whole Me Too, Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K., etc., etc., and so on. Uh, and they say, well, he got impeached. And I'm like, yeah, he got a slap in the wrist. He got nothing. So I, I so badly want to contribute to this conversation. I can't, so I can on here. And who gives a fuck? No one's. No one's gonna. No one's gonna care. Listen to this, but maybe they'll listen to this. I uh, a couple days before there was a. Um, I, I, I belong to a group, and uh, I don't mind uh, outing. The group is called. It's one of these uh, Q and non conspiracy types. And I, um, I said on it, uh, or no, uh, somebody had a post. God, I don't even remember now, but basically, is something along the lines of some woman wrote. Uh, about um, all the evidence against uh, her moniker, Hillary Clinton, all the evidence, uh, one, of, one of which was um, uh, apparently in one of the uh, leaked emails, Hillary said, quote, We're all going to fry if he gets elected. And apparently, she said this to somebody. I believe it was Barack Obama. She said it to Barack Obama. In a leaked email. And so I retorted to this woman. I said, okay, so Hillary wrote in an email, quote unquote, we're all going to fry if he gets elected. How valid is that source? And I and I immediately followed it up with, uh, oh, also, if Hillary Clinton is, a, is the ringleader in a baby blood drinking cult and the whole locker up bit was in conjunction with all that, then what the hell could be taking so long? With these crimes against humanity, wouldn't her incarceration be a first-term priority? What does Trump respond to all that? I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Four more years won't hurt anybody. I, I probably said that in the last episode. That's pretty much one of my go-to little phrases I say to people. It's like, well, fine. let say she is. And certainly you have plenty of evidence to back it up. There's got to be actual evidence if if you're so hard-pressed and... and uh, and aware of it, what could be taking so long? How? How could it be taking so long? All that money, all that power, and you, you know, do I not understand the legal process? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, certainly in this day and age where everyone's got a tiny camera inside their pocket, there has to be some more proof than uh, emails that, that anyone could have forged online. So anyway, I said the whole thing. I said the thing about, you know, we're all going to fry if he gets elected. And how valid is that source? And uh, her response was, and this is great. Supposedly, she's already been executed in 2017. Too shocking for the public to know yet. But they've been using clones for decades. And they would be using a clone for her since 2017. As to why you no longer see her much in the public eye. And then she goes on. I, I didn't quite follow up on this. Did you ever see that video of Podesta and the to- testimony of Detective? One of the last remaining ones that saw what was on Anthony Weiner's laptop, question mark. What Hillary and Huma did to that 10-year-old girl, question mark. I'll be honest, I did not. I did not see what she was talking about. I'm a little curious, though. I should, should look that up. Um, and uh, I said, all right, so the Howard Stern interview was a Hillary clone. Why would a clone grant that interview? Is the clone into baby blood too, or did they retrain the clone to not do those very bad things? Where does this clone theory come from? And more importantly, how reliable is the source? Question mark. And her response was, "I have to find all the documentaries and info, info on the clones. And as for the baby blood." Who said the clones or Killary was doing this still? Everything on Killary was prior to 2017. Everything on Killary was prior to 2017. And I said... And I don't know if you saw, but there was, there was a Howard Stern interview. This is a functional person undoubtedly not a freshly harvested clone was this a clone that came into the world in a 70 year old's body how lame is that i didn't get to follow up but i did continue the conversation with her um uh, and i i retorted with well the clone is innocent of killary killary's crimes so i guess they'll never lock her up and um, I was very excited to see that this woman had mentioned me in a comment in the... Uh, and this is the group. It's I think it's called Ashton Kutcher for anti-human trafficking p- position in the White House. It's the name of it. I, I, I'm pretty sure Ashton Kutcher is not a member of this Ashton Kutcher label group. So anyway, this woman responded with, I don't think you're understanding. The real killery is responsible for killery crimes and has already paid. They executed her. The clone they made of her after they executed her is nothing but a basic puppet that they put on TV now and then. That's why you don't see much of her live anymore, to avoid malfunctions and glitches. Malfunctions and glitches. Uh, I mean, I, I saw the clone on the Howard Stern show. I, I don't think they have to worry about those. There wasn't too many glitches, just a few eye rolls and, uh, you know, some some uh, hesitations over, you know, what happened and why. It's, I remember she described... I didn't watch the whole fucking thing. You know, I wasn't... You know, I kind of got the gist of it. She, she mentioned how she had to call and concede to uh, Donald J. fucking dipshit and how she seemed... She thought he was floored. I mean, just completely baffled by winning. You didn't expect to and seemingly might not have known what the hell to do with the next 4 years let alone eight of his life and i uh, i don't you would really have to um prep a clone to to wrap her mind around if she came after 2017 she missed all the good stuff she missed all this stuff of she missed all that turmoil of her her uh her dna losing that election so anyway Her response to, and again, her last thing she said was, uh, you know, that's why you don't see her much live, to avoid malfunctions and glitches that apparently these uh, clones have. They're not completely functional, but they are malleable robots, I guess, since it's robots or something. And I went on to say, well, blankety blank, I have to ask my lawyer what he knows about clone law. And I'll probably have to look for another lawyer after that. Uh, and then, of course, some time went by and I saw that uh, Blankety Blank mentioned me in a comment in the Ashton Kutcher for Anti-Human Trafficking position in the White House group, which I got very excited for again. And this is what she said. Bowles McLean, They're saying Killary already paid for her crimes, all caps was executed exclamation point the clone made after her death has nothing to do with it there's many clones these days and that is there are four exclamation points after that statement and they're saying so it's like look this isn't my theory this is what's out there already paid for her crimes why not just all that trouble Fake an illness. She, she had a heart attack. She died of pneumonia. She had pneumonia on the, on the tour. I saw Donald Trump making fun of her for it. So it must be true. Hmm. So after she said that... Oh. Oh, okay. So this is... The clones... The clone... The clone after her death... The clone made after her death has nothing to do with those crimes. There's many clones these days. They're just used basically as puppets to make appearances, etc. No need for your dumb, smart-ass comments if you haven't researched clones yourself. Well, I have researched clones myself. I've seen... uh, I've read a lot of comic books. I've read... I've seen uh, plenty of movies. And I even made a short, short, short documentary about cloning... When I was about twenty-eight years old in film school, uh, I I then went on to uh, requote one of her texts where she uh, she had said, um, she basically used the quote "no factual proof" and you know, all these people who kind of gaslight Trump, who 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 don't like Trump and who are accusing him of various things with no proof. She said, "no factual proof." This is in, in, in this is in relation to something she said much earlier, and I just grabbed it, and I circled, no factual proof. Uh, I said, interesting choice of words here. And, uh, she said, blankety blank, said, I never said there was proof on the clones, exclamation point. I said, supposedly, there's a shit ton of proof on Killary, though. Uh, And from the documentaries and info I've seen, it looks pretty factual to me. I said, well, as long as it looks factual, evidence is irrelevant. And I didn't get to continue. I was really, I I didn't want to go too harsh on her. I didn't want to feed the line and get more. But then I went back and said, you get that little, you you try and go back to what's going on. And then it just snaps back. It says, couldn't load comments. The comment may have expired or it may only be visible to an audience you're not in. Press OK. That means they've either two things. They removed the post or they blocked me. I assume I was blocked. But maybe they removed the post. A few days later in the post, uh, I guess uh, Mr. Um, and I'm not a fan of this, uh, lack of better word, thespian. Um, this actor who was a wrestler, uh, and I always say his name. I just found out his name all complex. I kept calling uh, John- Dwayne the Rock Nel- Nelson. Is it Dwayne the Rock Nelson? Or it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, I think. And I've been calling Dwayne the Rock. I should Just Dwayne the Rock N- Nelson. It's it's Johnson. The, you know, the fucking guy that's in Jemlandia or whatever the hell he is. And uh, I post up a meme in this group and I said... Dwayne The Rock Johnson just endorsed Biden-Harris. I guess that means he's an elite pedophile that'll start popping up on Jeffrey Epstein flight logs now. And everyone like was overjoyed with that. Everyone in the group just like, you know, oh, I knew it. You know, he's already, you know, somebody, I guess, was he already on flight logs? I saw a lot of flight logs. I saw, I should say, I saw a lot of compiled lists of names that were um, under the ruse of being a flight log, so and I didn't see his. I saw all, all my some of my favorites and people, and I, I mentioned this last time. So uh, apparently he, he will be now. Certainly he's uh, he's he's a total elite pedophile now. So um, yeah, that that's that's where I went with that. So anyway, on with the more fun news of today. Uh, in the news, I just had read uh, one of uh, the tweets: uh, Baron Trump fourteen is tested negative for the coronavirus. Uh, Baroness tested negative, and all precautions are being taken to ensure he's kept safe and healthy. Um, probably not, uh, probably not psychologically healthy, but sure, sure. Somebody did tweet this, and I enjoyed this. When your selfish father never spending any time with you really does pay off. That is that is pretty funny. Everyone's trying to claim to t- take a higher... Everyone on the right, I should say, is trying to claim to take a higher road saying, No, you liberals, you wishing ill of the president. And these are people that don't care. There are t-shirts out there that say, Trump 2020, fuck your feelings. And that's usually what picture I send them whenever they they, they say something you liberals are so low and you're like yeah you're talking about a guy that doesn't have any 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 line to draw anyway so why do do we have to draw the line with him why do we have to wish him well why should we care um he he certainly i mean like i said there is footage of him making fun of hillary when she had pneumonia in the last legs of the previous 2016 election and he was pretty fucking rude about it. And, um, yeah, you know, we've seen him uh, make fun of a handicapped um, reporter. Uh, we've we, we seen him go so far low, and I, I don't feel that we don't have to go high with that. I think we can. I think he is open to uh, as as much um, lack of sympathy as, as we're willing to give him. I don't, you know, I mean, honestly, fuck him. And that's why if, uh, Donald uh, J. Dipshit does die of coronavirus, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that I will laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh again. I'll jerk off. And then I'll laugh some more. So, uh, Baron, if you're listening, I'm sure you'll probably do the same thing. So, uh, you're 14. I can't imagine anything's keeping you from grabbing your own dick all the time. I must say, the tweet that that uh, Donald J. Dipshit tweeted, I guess, 16 hours ago at this point, he said, "Tonight, FLOTUS and I have tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine and recovery process immediately." We will get through this together. And I did like that tweet. It's the only tweet I ever liked. I guess I thought liking it was kind of disrespectful. But I don't know. Somebody had tweeted I saw that. Um, they said, hey, well, you know, Herman Cain contracted it. And he's still tweeting to this day. And now there's a lot of people out there that are kind of curious as to, is this a stunt? Is this something that, uh, you know, I, I'm somebody who often says, I don't believe what my government tells me. And I, I seldom, and I, I'm quite often, I'm, I'm very skeptical of uh, official and, and uh, real news. So uh, I guess is it's is it one of those things. A lot of people have been sort of surfacing, a lot of opinions. I, I have some friends that think not, and that it would be, um, would be in his best interest to do that anyway. And mean, it would be very... It certainly does seem like he could get it. He could get hydrochloric out the wazoo, and then just just kind of get out of it. And it's a place. Hey, I got it. Hey, only those um, what do you call those soldiers? Only losers, and get the COVID and die like my old pal Herman Cain. So I, I don't know. I don't know if I've. I don't know I, I kind of initially did I did think oh my god he probably doesn't have it and it's faking that he does even though it behoove him to really not be out of commission he really has to quarantine for two weeks I mean are we're gonna see him photographed from a uh, from a, a bed or inside a you know a, one of those home um, <laughs> those home zoom chats that uh, late night TV has become. I don't know. Well, we'll have to see. It's uh, day one, and um, generally, from the people that I know and see and follow around on social media, the general consensus of President Trump getting COVID nineteen has been very positive. So we'll, we'll have to see if we're in for any major disappointments, like his recovery. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to uh, let's move on to another part of our show here. There, I am uh, here. I'm looking up. I decided to uh, pick a place close to home. And when I say a place close to home, I mean Deja Vu Showgirls, Ypsilanti, Michigan. I grew up about a block away from this club, and I and I remember this. This was actually a X-rated theater. Back in the seventies, and and the, there's a restaurant right next to it that I loved. Every kid loved it. It was called the Spaghetti Bender, owned by a guy named uh, I, I believe it was Tom Ciccarelli, and uh, it it um, had really good pizza. It had a salad bar uh, when that was uh, when that was kind of budding, and um, we only went there for the pizza. But they had all this. They it was called the Spaghetti Bender, and I guess pasta, and um, general Italian food was was its fair, But really, the kids only went there for the pizza. And I remember going there for some kind of demonstration. We went there uh, for school where he demonstrated. And I was excited because they're going to show us how to make a pizza. We're all going to make pizza. I think we we're going to be able to decorate our own pizza and eat it. And I was excited because one of the things I was excited to see and learn was the flipping and tossing of the pizza that you see in uh, every major cliched uh, movie or commercial or cartoon. And he, right off the bat, I was like, I, are you flipping? And he's like, nope, we don't do that. And he, he just kind of rolled it out and made it into like a big circle. And I thought, "Huh, oh, I guess that makes more sense than that pomp and circumstance of flipping into the air. And having something, always something happen whenever that happened in movies, like flipping the air, it never came down. People would come by, start arguing with the chef in generic Ital- Italian-esque, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, perhaps the accent, if not real Italian. And then, then the thing would fall down in a punchline over their faces and they'd peel it apart and just like have that dough and shit on them. So we we went to the Spaghetti Bender and loved it. And uh, one specific memory I remember having is uh, going there and had those little remember those little pickle you know those pickled mini corns they're tiny corn cobs I'm not sure what those things are, but I ate a few of them on my salad and uh, didn't like them. Didn't like them. Thought about it when I went home, went to bed, and I remember thinking about them when I woke up how much I didn't like them. And I just puked him out first thing in the morning. Like My my dad was probably in the bathroom. I pushed past him while he was brushing his teeth and just bleh, vomited right into the toilet. I was in second grade. And, uh, and, and those corns were in there. I go, that's the culprit. That's what made this come out of my mouth. And I'm never eating them again. And I never have. I see those things and I go right back to that feeling of being in bed at 209 Elm Street, Ypsilanti, Michigan, and just the vomit and thinking about them as they coming out. And not holding the Spaghetti Bender accountable because I did love that place. So uh, Spaghetti Bender, um, apropos of nothing, was was right next to, I believe is literally like the next building over, as far as I understand. There's a, a, a porno theater uh, in downtown Ypsilanti, of which I lived less than a mile away from this place. And uh, I believe my dad saw uh, deep throat there with his friends and they weren't into that, you know, but they, they everyone saw it as a goof. Can you imagine going to see a hardcore movie with your friends as a goof being, Oh, let's just see it to see. It. And you're like, Ugh. there's a bunch of people in the theater jerking off next to us. That's gotta be fun. That's gotta be an eye opener and an, and an eye shutter and an eyelid by an eyelid sealer. Uh, now, uh, Deja Vu Showgirls Ipsilane Strip Club does have like video responses. And I've seen a couple. They're, they're not very good. Um, I'll, I'll get to... Let's see. I've gone through a couple of these. <laughs> Here's one. You might want to... This is only a year ago. It's by Matt V. Uh, I wonder why he didn't uh, put his whole last name. This is uh, 31 North Washington Street, Ipsilane in Michigan. Deja Vu Strip Showgirls. Uh, Deja Vu... Showgirls, Ypsilanti Strip Club. A patron, and this is not him, I guess. A patron of the club was mugged right around the corner of the entrance of the club by a black thug on 2-17-2019. The thug was walking up and down the outside of the club that night, and the manager there said he saw him trying to come in, but kicked him out, but didn't call the cops on him. Uh, A neglecting club with a lack of security and cameras is a club you should avoid at all cost. Well, yes. That's not a great one, really. I didn't really like a lot of these. Let's see. Oh, oh no. Two years ago. Oh, my God. This is a long one. i going to be able to get through this. So I've been going to Deja Vu on and off for over a decade. I've never had any issues. The establishment is always clean, safe, well-managed. I've been... I've been more frequent since October, coming in once or twice a month. Seeing Bob still there brings me back to my college days. Hmm. It's uh, Bob uh, some young lady's stripper name. What's going on with that? I've never had a a negative thing to say about this establishment until now. The beginning of July, the air conditioning in the back where the VIP and dance, dance booths are stopped working. A minor inconvenience for a single lap dance. Unfortunately, I typically do an hour-long VIP dance. Sometimes three in a row. It's in parentheses. It gets hot and very uncomfortable. Imagine paying $300 $300 to dry hump somebody? Oh my gosh. Imagine paying $300 and having having to separate to cool off and wipe sweat off your body. And now I'm lucky... If I want to stay after after one dance, I as a customer am upset and I can only imagine how your dancers feel. Um, Yeah, it's the, the dancers feel very uncomfortable with that. They're uncomfortable with you. Yeah, they're disgusted by you. And they're probably disgusted by you in air conditioning, Bob. Or, no, I'm sorry, he's not Bob. He is John Pierre. Mr. John Pierre, a two-year-old... Uh, a, a two-year-old review who was a 10-year veteran. I wonder if Jean-Pierre is still alive. On a positive note, I've always enjoyed the staff. Bob and Danny are awesome. Oh, here we go. For dancers, colon, Lauren will never disappoint. She has a wonderful personality and an amazing body. Megan is a knockout tall blonde bombshell. Kenzie is full of spunk, gross, and knows how to put on a show. Yana is always a fun time. I just Kenzie is full of spunk in a review for a strip club. Yeah, I, I would imagine she is. That's kind of her job. I, I will change my review when the air is fixed. I don't think the girls are going to change the review of you. They're like, I'm glad that's over. I'm glad to get $300 and get that out of the way. So, here's what the rest is. So, I went to the video Deja Vu. Let's see. I I went in. So, I went in like the video Deja Vu posted and talked to Mike. No offer for cover. No offer for a drink. He literally kind of smiled and said he was told to make that video. We are still working on fixing the issue, working with corporate. We put on a temporary air conditioner and so it to help and it didn't help they literally don't care about their business or pleasing the customer well if they got your $300 it doesn't really matter what you think I spent two hours in the VIP and left because it was so uncomfortable no offer of discount no offer of reimbursement no free cover I am beyond <coughs> perturbed and doubt I will ever go back to this establishment Shame on the management for not offering me anything, all caps. I mean, cold water or something. Shame on corporate for not fixing the issue in a timely manner. As a business owner, my clients are my first priority. Yeah, your clients aren't aren't having you sweat all over them. And uh, your clients aren't, aren't uh, you know, dry humping your leg. Let's see. If it wasn't for them... I wouldn't have been a successful. I love how he compares his business to their. And I just, oh, I wish he had said, you know, I'm a plumber. I fully understand pleasing the customer. I rub my sweaty tits in their face any chance I get. Okay. And as usual, and this is the response. And I assume Deja Vu is owned by the same corporate conglomerate entity that may or may not own our beloved, cherished hustler, St. Louis. Because they they do provide, they say, the same exact thing. Response from the owner two years ago. We take compliments just as serious as our compliments. Thank you for bringing this to our attention, John. Please click the link below for a special message just for you. I didn't click this one. Now I'm curious and I didn't didn't hook my stupid thing up. I'll just add it in later. Since I had problems with the last time my girlfriend told me, sound like you're an old man. I did it last time and it went right into another video immediately and I didn't have time to, to stop it because that's how fat because that's how it is and I, and I thought it was funny I left it and I didn't care so alright let's see what this oh shit it's Bob I don't care about this it's it's a dude it's not... I wanted to personally uh, reply to your comments online um, about our AC being out we have two units upstairs one's out as you well know uh, they're big units they're very expensive to fix in order to combat from us being overcharged on those repairs we require three bids um, on major repairs in the club so the three bids are in they've been submitted the work should start shortly in the meantime I've run in a portable AC unit to make sure it's nice and cool back there for my dancers and my guests and I'd like you to come back in and give it a try um, again my name is George Couch I'll wave your cover buy you a drink we'll sit down and shoot the jazz come on down TMI, George. TMI. I, I, I don't want to hear the minutiae of bids and complications and hurdles. First off, there's just a dude standing in the corner. Usually these videos are of one of the young ladies that works there who uh, delivers, maybe sometimes wearing a stream bikini or sometimes t-shirts. I Honestly, it, it's it, it, the sluttier they look, the better. And they always look very insincere. And I just, I, I do appreciate those more. This is just a guy who is kind of sincere and he's kind of a, he's kind of a dude in, in the corner of the bar. And as you heard, he just talked about the, the, the inner workings of the club that is just like, Oof. I was like, boring. I want to see a girl pretending like she could. I want to see the girl. I want to see one of these girls that you mentioned in the review. The, um, Kenzie, Full of spunk, preferably. So, um, yeah, at the Deja Vu uh, Showgirls Girls Club, uh, looks like they have a uh, looks like they have a decent amount of one star reviews. And as a uh, non patron of the club, I, I remember seeing as a kid, I had seen this place, but only passing by fleetingly. Like you know, the car couldn't drive by as fast. I was in a back seat, you know, at times a convertible. Um, and, uh, nary a mention of, of what it was. I just kind of knew through the rumor mill that, oh, right next to the spaghetti bender is this, um, is this, uh, this, this, which was a a theater and it is, I guess it's become a a staging show for whatever. But I understand back in the day they showed 35 millimeter films. I, I don't know if they had anything else. I don't know if they offered a bunch of weird... Nonsense. Some uh, VIP dry humping lap dances in the back. So, all right. Well, good. Good for deja vu for assessing that problem. Boy, it I can't, again, I can't imagine what they're going through now with this whole like, oh, the air conditioning, that is actually going to spread the COVID. They might as well turn that off. They'd be safer. Uh, aside from wearing uh, the idea of like what uh, plexi shields or uh, acrylic um like like voting booths or something like that or that, that what they're going to have like just a yeah it's and it, oh, I'll I'll read the first of the, the first one the first one star review which I thought yeah dude what the fuck are you thinking this is the first one this is by a guy named um Tom Cobra I assume that's his stripper name uh and this is what this is what Tom Cobra wrote in his one-star review one week ago one week ago from October 2nd 2020 incorrect hours listed showed up with friends and they had a padlock on the door if you're closed please list that list that you're closed one star yeah well blame you Cobra that's your fault what the hell are you thinking? what do you think is gonna happen Okay, hey, it looks like I signed off um, a little bit too early. The second I signed off, I noticed that I actually did have... Okay, I signed off a little early. I did notice that I have a letter in my inbox. And uh, this is from um, actually a uh, my, my co-writer and co-director and star of uh, my motion picture from 10 years ago, Love Stalker. His name is Matt Glasson. So uh, it's not by A Perfect Stranger, which I would have loved, but it's somebody I know quite well. And uh, this is what Mr. Glasson had to say about Episode 1. This was a lot of fun. I especially liked when Bowles was muttering to himself in the first half of the show while trolling QAnon flowers... flowers? While trolling QAnon followers, clearing the phlegm from his throat and occasionally punctuating a jangle of ice cubes in his cocktail glass. His coverage of the one-star review of the local strip club was pure gold. Well, I think my second one is going to be a lot better. Now, here we go. I thought the selection of film review was an excellent launching point for this podcast. After all, it's not too often a first episode in a film podcast. is dedicated to obscure movie sequel that is is fourth down the line from the original. But it was an inspired choice, and it gives me hope for the future film reviews to come. Well, I'm actually not going to be doing a film review on this this episode. It's just going to be me... um, rattling off uh, whatever I feel like um, I think the review itself was a little lacking Wow I found myself interested less in keeping pace with Bowles and his guests as they discuss the merits or lack thereof of Angel 4 Undercover however as is his won't Bowles has a trove of entertainingly useless trivia as it relates to the cast and their other work in the industry Going down the rabbit hole of Mark DiCarlo's career to the Fox Network dating show Studs. Got a legitimate LOL out of me. Bonus points for editing sound bites from the film itself, as it always livens up the proceedings. Almost, almost enough to make me want to watch the film. Well, you should want to watch the film without my sound bites. Uh, the, the next episode. Um, being one after this uh, will probably be for the film, the next episode is going to be for the film uh, Toys Are Not For Children. It's
1: it's you. It's 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 you. It's you. What do you want
0: to be when you grow up?
1: When I grow up, I want to work in a toy shop. Ladies and gentlemen, We are about to show you scenes of an upcoming feature presentation. Its impact is so powerful and subject matter so different that we chose the unconventional way to make this presentation. Be prepared to handle shattering situations and learn what fear means to some.
0: Why can't you be reasonable? Reed,
1: how many times have I told you I can't even stand to look at your face? Me and Daddy don't like me. That's why I like toys. They make me happy. And Jamie met Charlie. Oh, uh, what do I see about a job? You're hired. And they work together in a toy store. And then, with this ring, I thee wed. With this ring, I thee wed. They're no damn good. Take my word for it, Jamie. They'll hurt you. They'll hurt you. Oh, Charlie, I can't. Is that why you married me? Even in this age of permissiveness, toys are not for children will shock you make you wonder where good ends and bad begins. Whether or not there really is a difference between the two. Lonely you'll be in your toy balloon world. Oh, no one can have you. Toys are not for children, is. Toys are not for children, an experience you will not forget. It is
0: a 1972 film. I believe something shot in upstate New York uh, and a little bit in uh, downtown New York City. I, I highly recommend uh, obtaining it. it. It is available through um, uh, Arrow uh, which I bought on, on Blu-ray, my first Blu-ray purchase, and so far only, and uh, has some somewhat meaty extras, not as much as I would have liked, because it's a movie that is so messed up. I really felt it had it needed answers to questions. So the film is Toys Are Not For Children. I would recommend seeing this film. Uh, it, it is It goes off the deep end. It goes heavily off the deep end. So Trump's been out of the hospital for three days. He's been nothing but gloating and bragging. I can't help but think, but that is a big fuck you to people that have lost their loved ones. Isn't it a little pedantic? Can't he just dial it down? He went for a ride, and he was in the hospital. This is probably old news. No one cares. News is so fleeting now. I mean, it's it's only relevant within a second. I should do a live podcast if I even get into current events, because it is gone, 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 gone. Before I get around editing it and releasing it on a Wednesday, should I record it on a Friday or whatever, I mean, unless we're talking about shit movie sequels, and then you can always do podcast on that. It's always relevant, but yeah. So I, I felt like I needed to cap off this this episode, and uh, I thought if I read Donald Trump's e- uh, twits, twits, tweets, it'd be interesting. And it's it's not. It's really not that interesting. You can you can go on Twitter. You can read his tweets. Um, I just wanted to stretch the Bowles McLean hour to well over an hour like I did my first one. And I didn't I, I failed unsuccessfully. Or successfully. I failed. I'd be lucky to get fifty minutes out of this one if I pad it with some trailers or something. Okay, well that's our show for today. Again, some of the music selections I've used are from the Savage Kind. Uh, time machine is one i usually kick off the show with and I, I i i don't have it in front of me i don't i don't remember the second one i don't remember they did just release a single uh titled uh you can't catch me 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 somewhere on facebook or something I believe maybe Murder Cow is the uh, sound cloud that they operate, but uh, maybe that's just for the mixer. I would say uh, check them out. Uh, I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I'll probably close with one of their songs. I, I can't remember the other song I used, but I used two. So definitely check them out. Anyway, here's to another um, show, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you... Uh, Hope you can find me on Twitter or where other where or anywhere um, fine podcasts are stolen. This show will come out, I believe, Wednesday evening on the seventh of October. And even if you were to listen to it on the seventh of, of October, pretty sure everything I've said will be completely irrelevant. You can go searching all over the town But here.